Greetings all and welcome to The Hardest Word. I'm your host, Brett DeHoot. Real apologies from real people all across the globe. That's what we do each and every episode. This episode is devoted to apologies to countries, to places. And we're going to go to Palestine. We're going to go to Dakar. We're going to go, well, first of all, to Nigeria, to Port Harcourt, more specifically, where Tolu joins us. And he's an unhappy resident. Why? We'll let him explain. My apology to Nigeria. I owe a loud and emphatic apology to my country, Nigeria. I can attribute a lot of who I am today to the fact that I have lived most of my life in Nigeria. With its vibrant cultural landscape, its fiercely loyal people, and its rich history. However, in my opinion, the negatives of that country outweigh the positives at the moment, and that is why I have decided to cut my losses and move on. I am fed up with the police and road safety officers who harass me on an almost daily basis for bribes when I have done nothing wrong. I am tired of the frequent and guaranteed power outages that keep me from working, and most of all, I am tired of fearing for my life every four years when countless lives are lost as the presidential elections draw close and riots break out. I feel like the world condemns people who refuse to sing the praises of their homeland, and I agree that this should be the case. However, I just can't do it anymore. Nigeria as a country has immense potential, a wealth of natural resources, and a young and eager workforce desperate to make themselves useful to society. But corruption, poor leadership, and mismanagement of these resources has succeeded in keeping the country in literal darkness. I know Nigeria needs a group of determined individuals who are willing to fight to bring it out of this predicament. But I am afraid I am not one of these people. Maybe I'm too weak to do it, or maybe I'm just too selfish. Either way, I want out. I have suffered enough. I want to build a life for myself somewhere that I don't have to fight and struggle to not get by. To live in a place where I am not seen as a problem because I want to do what is right. In the end, I want to apologize to Nigeria for not being a patriotic son. When I started the podcast, I didn't know what sort of apologies I'd be getting. I thought I'd be getting a lot of apologies to husbands and wives and boyfriends and girlfriends. I thought maybe dogs would feature. I didn't realize how quickly people would get very imaginative with the object or subject of their apologies. And it wasn't long until people started sending me apologies to their countries or their places or special locations. This is a beautiful apology from Tariq Islam, who lives in Bangladesh. And it's a very heartfelt apology to his hometown. And it's something I think, whether you're from Bangladesh or not, a lot of us can relate to, though I think Tariq might have a more visceral motivation for his apology. Anyway, here it is. So, this apology goes to a place that is very dear to me. It is so close to my heart that I live and breathe it. It is to the city where I was born and brought up and have spent my entire life in it. A small town, Lanmitiya, in a small city, Dhaka, in a small country, Bangladesh a place for which I would love to give my life for, but I am not able to keep alive. 
My city is dying slowly and bitterly and I'm not able to save it. Its inhabitants are slowly poisoning it, draining the life out of it, polluting its air, water, soil, sound and what not. The vehicles and factories emitting carbon, like carbon monoxide, is silently killing my city just the way it kills humans. The chemicals from factories and the drainage system mixed in the water is doing the same. The soil is also suffocating with the amount of fertilizers and polythenes being thrown in it. The list goes on and on and as much as we like to blame others, each and every one of us is to be blamed. No amount of apology is enough. But yet I cannot help but apologize because that's all there's left for me to do. Some problems are just too big for any individual to solve, particularly if they're the problems of Colombia. One step I saw, massacres are up this year 164%. If you're measuring massacres to begin with, you've got trouble. If that's the stat in relation to massacres, more trouble again. And some people feel terrible that they can't somehow turn their country around. People like Paulina, who writes this apology from Colombia. Apology to Colombia. Colombia is a country of contrast. We are considered one of the countries with the happiest people in the world, and yet we are one of the most violent as well. We have all sorts of natural resources and landscapes, but we are still a developing country. We have also suffered a civil war for more than 50 years. This war started with people trying to create equality among all and pretend to be Robin Hood, stealing from the rich to give to the poor. Through the years, however, things have become terrible. These groups who say to fight for the people actually kidnap and kill them. They also destroy farms, grow cocaine, and go against the people they once promised to protect and defend. They still claim to fight for the poor, but no one believes them anymore. We all know they're after their own personal interests, and here I am seeing all this as a spectator who does not to do anything about it. I see the violence increasing every day. I remember when I was a child, there was still violence, but it was not compared with what I now see. Yet, the fear that something may happen to me makes me not to do anything about it. I must admit that I have only seen their violence through the media. I have never lived any of it, and yet... I know something could be done, but I prefer someone else to do it. I know change starts from within, but at the same time, I know my life would be at risk if I go up against the guerrilla. The best I can do is to give back to my immediate community, but I know this is not enough, as the change in my country needs to be deeper and longer. It is for that reason that I apologize 
to my home country because I cannot do pretty much anything to help end this civil war as I have to choose between a country and myself. I know this is a selfish reason, but I cannot help it. I really hope things will change the future and that there will be a peaceful and better future for all of us. In the meantime, all I can do is express my sincere apologies to the country that gave me birth and keep the hope that one day we will have a brighter future in our hands. Life in Palestine is not easy. Electricity, water, the fundamentals of life are in short supply thanks to a blockade that's been about 12 years running now. Rami Manure has supplied us with several apologies and here's another one to his homeland, perhaps inspired by the fact that 250 protesters have been killed in the last 12 months in protests between Palestine and Israel. On behalf of all those with kind hearts and the great deeds, let me, my great homeland, apologize for the wrongdoings by all those who have made your liberation difficult by means of their hard hearts and terrible deeds. Those who give Toba priority to their own thoughts and interests, I apologize for their inability to realize a national unity that could save you from a hell to come. Palestine the homeland of my ancestors, myself and my children, promise you to keep up the good works and preserve the kind hearts until we all go back to you in order to live in dignity and peaceful coexistence with all other dwellers of your lands and hilltops, our holy land. bring this whole sorry business to a close next edition a very special one we're going to hear apologies well one apology inspired by place as well that place is Rwanda and inspired by a very particular time that year is 1994 during the Hutu Tutsi genocide one solitary apology you really must listen to it Brett Dehut, your host saying farewell you can uh, follow the show, of course, Facebook, Twitter, the website, thehardestwordpodcast.com. 